back to the rich couch. This week, I told y'all I was gonna invite my friends to be on the rich couch with me. Um, we have a lot going on right now. We have makeup, we have eyeshadow, we have lipstick and all this stuff. So we're not gonna actually sit on the couch um, because that would be really hard to clean <laughs> afterwards. So we are sitting on our bar stools, but the couch is in the background. <laughs> anyway, so I'm calling this new series Friends on the Rich Couch, and I invited my good friend, Miss Esther Brunat, to join Hi, me. Hi, guys. I'm waiting for this invite. <laughs> for a long time. Yes, yes. And we finally figured out an evening um, for us to get together, so I'm so happy she's here. And we have the fabulous hey, cousin. Hey with us making sure our faces are beautiful and flawless this evening okay cousins came all the way all the way i'm not gonna tell you where she came from because you know what that's her business okay i'm gonna tag her you can follow her on instagram yes you can um and for all of your makeup needs okay um but yeah so we have cousin sarah yes, cousin sarah is yeah. here with us so I've been waiting a long time for this invite, so I had to bring company too. So yes. we gotta make the most of this. We're making the most of the whole experience. Yes, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> and so if this is your first time here with us on the Rich Couch, we're all about having rich conversations, enriching relationships, which I believe will enrich your life. So lean in, relax, sit back with your bestie, and um, tune into our conversation. Okay, so we're talking about friendship today. Yes. We're talking about friendship. So Esther, just so they can have like a little background, like how long have we known each other? You got married in 2012. 2012, yes, yes. So that's I right. think that's when we met, when you got engaged at your graduation. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we met, um, so that was in 2011. Yep, that's oh, when 2011. I, 2011 is when I got engaged. And then oh, I got so married yeah. in 2012. Oh, okay, yep. gotcha. Yeah, so we met in 2011. Yep, yep. And it's 2020 now. I know. Isn't like, that crazy? that's crazy. That is it's crazy. Okay, because Kev was like the intern at the church that's at some right. time, at some point, and then got hired right after you got yep. graduated. And so we were friends with him, and we were like, we have to meet the girlfriend. <laughs> we need to meet. <laughs> Bring her in. We want to be her friend. <laughs> That's true. That is so true. And you guys really did embrace me like so quickly. And I really appreciate it because I was like, I don't know these people. Yeah, and now I um, can't imagine my life. I don't be hanging out with, that, with Kev that much. That's now. true. <laughs> it's usually like the two of us, you know. I just said um, that because Kev's in the corner and I, I know. to mess <laughs> Technical manager holding it down, okay, faithfully. Um, but yeah, that's right. That's how we met. And um, our friendship just kind of took off after that, really. Yeah. yeah, I would come home and I'm like, Esther's really cool. Like, I'm so happy you introduced me to her. So yeah, so, um, so we're talking about friendship. I'm inviting my friends to be on the rich couch. So I had a few questions. We we could definitely keep it organic, but I just had a few questions just to get our conversation started. Yes. Um, because we always have good conversations. We always We've been do. to the gym together. We've been to the park together. The beach. The beach. Listen, y'all, at the beginning of COVID, I was, I'm an extrovert, as you guys know. <laughs> and I was suffering. 
I was suffering and struggling. And Esther calls me on the phone and she's like, you want to go to the beach? And I was like, yes. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> and we literally went like every week for like six weeks in a row or something we like did. that. Yeah. And it lifted my spirit. It was so good for me. Like, it really oh, was. Happy, it was good. Because you're not allowed to be hanging out with people like that. That's so true. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we're just going to keep it real, okay? Absolutely. We're on the rich couch. Yeah. Um, but no, it's. I love that. I appreciate that about friendship. Like, friendship has such power. It can lift your spirit, you know, when you're going through a difficult time. Or so many people, I know not only myself, um, have really struggled through COVID, not being able to see friends and family as usual, or if they're at high risk, or, you know, just not having that connection. And I think that's one of my biggest takeaways Mm. from um, quarantine and COVID time is that, uh, we were made for connection. Like we were actually Absolutely. made to connect, right? Um, not only romantically, um, but just in relationship with people, mm-hmm. we were we were made mm-hmm. for connection. Um, what if, what is? Because we had a lot of quarantine talk. We absolutely. I didn't tell you. I didn't prepare you for this one. But what is one of your takeaways on um, relationships during this quarantine time? I'm gonna keep it to platonic friendship relationships. <laughs> Maybe if I get invited back, I'll talk about other... Part two, part two. By the way, cousin is like killing this place right now. Like, this is beautiful. But anyway. Um, Friendship-wise, yeah. I during quarantine, I learned to be vulnerable in my friendships and like ask my friends what I needed of them. Mm. Like so, things that I wasn't like okay with before admitting that I needed like, hey... I need you to check up on me if yeah. this happens, you know, when um, in certain situations. And I was never okay with doing that before. Mm. I was always too, mm. like, apprehensive or, like, didn't want to seem needy or, like, was like, you know, I could do bad all by myself, you know. That's a really, I think a lot of people could relate to that. I could relate to that, too, not, yeah. like, wanting to feel, um, like, a burden on, mm-hmm. on people. Why do you feel like you you didn't want to be, like, coming off as too needy or asking people, this is what I need. Oh, me and my therapist are trying to unpack this. <laughs> unpack we, it, girl. We haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> but I'm like, there's just like a, it, I guess it's like a not wanting to appear weak, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, and, but I, I almost think that there's actually like strength in admitting that you need somebody and that you cannot yeah. actually do it all on your own you know that you it's that yeah that you just need somebody else's strength sometimes where you're when you we have your weaknesses so Mm. um the the not wanting to do it uh i feel like on the other end i'm just like uh, what if what if deborah is like because i've done this on the other end Uh does that make sense like if somebody's like like to whatever, I don't yeah. even know what the word is. Yeah. I'm like, ah, that person is gonna drain me, and I, and I didn't want to ever be that person. I didn't yeah, ever want yeah, anybody yeah. else to be like, oh, we gotta carry Esther. <laughs> <laughs> no, I understand that though. I get that. I get that. But sometimes you have to carry your friends. Sometimes you, you need to be carried. You do. Yeah. I think too. Again, like just we're we're made for community. We're made for connection. And I think, you know, what you said is true. You do have to carry some people. Do, 
through some mm -hmm. difficult moments. Like I know friends that have gone through a terrible time, you know, through through COVID and just experienced loss. And I want to be there for them. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And I think what I've learned is to not rob our friends of being there for us. Um, because they, they want to bless you. They so want to they want to love on you. The the ones who you know are near and dear. They they want to bless you and they want to be good to you. And they know that you're you're struggling. They know that you're hurting through that moment. So they want to do that for you. So shame on us, you know, because right. I've been guilty of it. I've done it before of robbing someone of giving that love and giving that connection and affection to us when they know that we need it yeah. the most, right? Um, so they're not doing it just to like be in our business or be yeah. malicious. Not We're not talking about those kind friend. of people. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Now at this point, you're not letting me be a good mm -hmm. friend when I want to, to be a good friend to you. Um, but that's good. That's, that's something to figure out. Right. I think that's a journey. <laughs> that's a journey to figure out. And my adult friendships and relationships, I think I'm still learning what I need from my friends. What you said is so key. Like, so true. You know, how can you tell someone what you need when you don't know what you need? Like, you have no idea how to express it. And that might evolve. Yeah. Like, in one season, you might not have needed a certain kind of friendship. And then Very in another, true. And another one, you might need it. Very true. And it's like, you gotta be walking with people who are willing to do that journey with you. Yeah. That's true. You know? That is true. That is so, yeah, that is so true because um, our friendship has evolved, mm -hmm. you know? Like, we started off as, you know, you were you were Kevin's friend and, you know, it was like, oh, hey, Esther. And then I was like, oh, wait, she's cool. She, she has some substance to her. <laughs> you know? <laughs> substance um, is important. Substance is important, okay? I don't know about y'all, but I need, I need people of substance in my um, my sphere. So, but yeah, and I think it's cool to see like how friendships evolve, you mm -hmm. know, and grow, you know, through our different life phases, That's you know, true. you see me and, you know, you still see us, you know, in our early years of marriage and, um, I'm seeing you and your, your in my late stages of singleness. <laughs> Actually, Yo, that's where if you are not following her on um, Esther Brunat, she has a phenomenal teacher's page. Um, so for all you educators, yes. I've seen her page blow up. Um, so that's been really exciting to watch. Um, but yes, and we have talked a lot about being single. <laughs> and we've had a lot of rich conversations on singlehood. That was the first person I think I had like a like a my singleness breakdown too. I was like, oh my gosh, Deb. I think I actually really want to get married. That is so funny. Listen, and yeah, this this is great. <laughs> and I remember when you said that to me, I was like, you want to be married? Like I just you never brought that up before. So I was like, I didn't I was never concerned. <laughs> Oh my gosh! So, so what made you concerned? This is not a single talk. It's just it's, it's happening. It's it's organic. But anyway, so yeah. Um, I don't. I forget what the trigger was. 
But I just remember sometime early COVID, I was having a real conversation with the Lord. And the COVID Lord, will do it to you. It really would. And I was just having like a spiritual awakening at the beginning of COVID. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of things that I guess I had that I had lied dormant in my heart spiritually. Because mm-hmm. I was just not connecting with the Lord the way that I um, should have been. I was kind of like putting it off or, or whatever. But God's funny because he's going to come after you either mm-hmm. way. Even And the Lord yes, came after me in, in the silence. Um, and because it was so silent at the beginning of COVID, I could Mm -hmm. hear so many different things. And I think a lot of people have had that experience. And one of those things was, I was kind of in a place where I was not wanting to admit that I was kind of upset with God for not having given me that yet. Mm. And I think that's where I was like, oh my gosh, I'm that girl. I'm the girl who really wants to get married and I've been hiding it this whole time. <laughs> Why have I been hiding it? <laughs> Why? It's so funny, yeah, because when you brought it up, I was like, really? You care about that? But yeah, that's, and I think it's interesting how we can have um, desires in our hearts and not share that desire with the people closest to us. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's our choice. That's, it's not right. It's not wrong. I'm not saying that. That's, that's a choice, you know, and it's been cool to see you unpack right. that <laughs> desire throughout the past couple of months. Um, so that's been good. And I appreciate just our authentic conversations around it. Um, sometimes, you know, it's just hard to open up. Yeah. It's, oh, I am loving that green. Oh, are we going green? Yes. <gasps> we are doing the fall colors, okay? I, I can't We're wait to see it. We're talking gold. We're talking <laughs> autumn. We're talking <laughs> emerald, okay? Oh, that is so pretty. I'm so excited right oh, now. Oh, my gosh. That is really nice. Now I want green. I want green. <laughs> part two, part two next time. <laughs> that is so pretty. Oh, my gosh. That is such a nice color on you but okay so let me jump into um just these a few questions that i had Mm -hmm. uh prepared so um what does a rich relationship with friends look like for Mm -hmm. you um for me i I realize that it's really important that i don't have any insecure reservations in my friendships Mm, what does that mean so i think that there was a time where uh, I mean, this time was like very recently because I just learned to be vulnerable in my relationships. But like, even with all of the, uh, you know, with George Floyd and Breonna Taylor, like admitting to my friends, you know, like this issue is an issue that matters to me, you know, mm-hmm. with my, some of my friends who are not black, mm-hmm. you know, so that's like a big deal or um, just feeling like sharing this is funny and this is like the single conversation again but not that we're going to keep going back there but like admitting that i cannot flirt and asking for help (laughs) (laughs) like what is that like somebody teach me you know like and that was a very vulnerable prop but i don't i realized that i just don't have room to not to be in spaces where i don't feel like comfortable doing that anymore yeah like if this is a part of my life and this is a or even money. We talked about that the other day. Like talking yep. about money. Nobody wants to talk about money. Everybody yep. wants to be hush hush. Yeah, yeah. But it's like uh, I don't want to be in a relationship where I don't feel like I have that kind of transparency with yeah. anybody. Yeah. 
Um, so those, that's the, that's a big thing for me. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, just bringing my whole self to the table because even in some of our Christian relationships, this is another thing that we were talking about. Like sometimes I feel like I'm being holier than thou if I talk about, oh, like I fasted, you know, mm -hmm. last week where I'm going to fast or like, you know, my prayer life or whatever it, you know, like stuff yeah. like that. It's like, if we're all Christians and we're good friends, like we shouldn't feel weird about, you know actually praying for our friend like right. in front of them audibly like right now i right. shouldn't feel awkward about talking about where, what the lord is doing in my life and what he's requesting of me like it should just shouldn't be a thing yeah, yeah. you know so i think for me that's what it is and that's why i appreciate your friendship so much mm -hmm. i would not have survived i'm we're surviving covid it's not over but i would not have survived covid without deborah like because i have there's like five people i actually want to talk to <laughs> And Deborah is like, I, I will, I pick up all her FaceTimes. <laughs> this is true. And then we true. go out every week somewhere, whether it's just to a pumpkin patch or whether yes. it's to, you know, the beach, like the beach. whatever it is. And well, we were, but before right. the, the children came back <laughs> to the educational. Right. Uh, we both system. have jobs we have to go to now. Which yeah. Is, we got responsibilities. <laughs> Gotta pay the bills, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, before before the school year started. Yeah. Anyway. I've not once gotten sick of you. I've not <laughs> once felt I couldn't be myself around you. Yeah. Um, and that's been great. Yeah. It's that's so good. Great. That's uh, that's awesome, and that's humbling to hear too. Because I was gonna push up my glasses, but they're not on my face. They are not on your face. <laughs> Girl, and I'm, I was just smacking him and you messed up that green eye As your friend, I could not, I couldn't bear to see her to mess up that eyeshadow. I just couldn't see it. But um, I think that's, that's so awesome and that's so humbling because like, you know, we're all still in quarantine. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, to, for me, I and I expressed it to you mm -hmm. um, at the beginning of quarantine, I was like, Oh, this is a struggle because I I I really enjoy being around people and mm -hmm. I feed off of that that energy that energizes me. Um, but it's also been a learning lesson that um, I don't need 20, 50 people to be around me to to enjoy myself mm -hmm. and to enjoy that connection. You know, thank God for technology. You know, so I do have an opportunity to call people and Facetime. People. But it's also been a good time to just be more intentional. Mm -hmm. Like you said, like there are certain friendships. Um, we have a lot of deep, oh, yes, to the gold. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm getting so distracted. <laughs> but we wanted to do like a get ready with me um, uh, on the rich couch. Uh -huh. um, so, oh, cousin is just embracing the vision, the connection, the friendship. I'm connecting to her face right now. <laughs> I'm connecting to the colors. But yeah, so... Um, but Deb, what's, what does rich friendship look like for you? Rich friendship. So I was going to go into it. Um, okay. Rich friendship. I think the quarantine time has really taught me mm. what rich friendship is 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 looking like. And it, it it's kind of um, shaped a lot, too. Um, just what you said, to transparency. Transparency. There, someone asked me... Um, at the beginning of COVID, like what, 
what can I do if I if I can't afford to see a therapist right now mm. um, during COVID? Like, what can I do for my well-being? And I said to them, there is um, a set of women that I need to touch base with every week, <laughs> not including my therapist. <laughs> okay, uh, no shame in our game. You know, mental health is very important. Very important. Um, so, but yeah, outside of my therapist. Um, there are some women that I need to connect to every week that really just breathe life into me. I can be very transparent with where I'm at as a woman, um, as a wife, um, in my spiritual walk, my spiritual journey, um, where I'm at with my career, where I'm at with my family. So there's, there's a set of women that I'm able to do that with and that has been so life-giving. Mm -hmm. um, and I remember when I was reading, actually, the Becoming Michelle Obama book, and she okay. talked about that. Like dust fell in my eye, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Uh, the, the dust is worth <laughs> The dust in your eyes. But I remember Michelle Obama talking about that in her book. Like, there are some she women does. that she just stayed connected to mm -hmm. um, a, a key intimate group of women for, for many years since her college days and I was I was watching something else I think it's um, it's it's a group of women it's like 10 of them and uh, Tammy Franklin is it's a part of them it's this group of friends that have been they've been friends for many many years and they just get they started getting together just praying for their families and um, just connecting together and they they are so intentional to do it um, for many, many years now. So it's, it's been interesting, like a journey for myself, just seeing, you know, who is, who is the, the people that I want to stay connected to um, in good times and bad times and, and crises, like what we're finding ourselves in right now. And, you know, those, those conversations that give me life and they breathe like, whew, all right, I can, I can go another week, you know, you know, just, and then they allow me to be myself, yeah. you know, because if I can't be myself, it's a no-go. It's a no-go. Absolutely. It's just a no-go. If it's draining, it, it, it's not going to happen. Um, and it's okay. It's okay. One of my really good friends, who I am going to bring on the rich couch, or she's going to unfriend me. Um, <laughs> I love her. Dr. Stavid, I love you so much. Um, but um, I know her as Stavid personally, and... She, she describes it, and I think it's so beautiful, uh, and she wrote about this in her book, actually, The Whole Rx, so uh, unshameless plug there. Um, <laughs> she wrote about this in her book as far as like looking at our relationships, um, like the, the temple, mm -hmm. and she described it as um, your, you have your, inner, your innermost court friendships mm -hmm. and your outermost court mm -hmm. friendships. I hope I'm not butchering the example. And so as I'm, you know, getting older and more mature in, in my relationships and in life, um, I'm learning what, who is in my inner court, who's in Deborah's mm. inner court, who's in Deborah's outer court. It doesn't mean you're good, bad. It just, it, it gives me life. There are certain people and certain friendships and relationships right. who do give me life and do breathe, breathe um, just refreshing and renewal. Um, we can laugh, we can cut up. Um, but we also, we can pray, we can be transparent, we can Amen. be real about what is happening in our lives and our families. So that is what rich relationship mm -hmm. has looked like for me. Um, 
in, in this season. And I'm grateful for it because you, you go through times where you're like, ooh, you know, is this, is this, is this, is this my person? <laughs> right, like, right, you know, right, like right. friendship wise, you know, and, and there's different, there's different kinds of friends too, right? Um, I read a really good book last year called P People Fuel and it talked about, you have casual friendships, you have, you know, friendships that are supposed to help you um, in your career and, and friendships mm. that are supposed to be more like a mentoring role. So, um, and then you have those deeper uh, people feel connections. So it was really good to just like, just to think and reflect about too. Like, yeah. what, do, what, do, what do my relationships look like and what do they mean to me and how, how are they helping me? How am I helping them too? Because mm -hmm. I want, I believe in a reciprocity. Reciprocity, yes. <laughs> I love the word, but I have a hard time saying it. But I believe in reciprocity. I believe there should be a mm -hmm. giving and a taking and, you know, just a healthy healthy rhythm in, in our relationship. Yeah. Um, so, so that is what rich relationships um, has been looking like for me in, in the past year, really. Mm -hmm. You know, even before, before we, we got into the COVID season. Um, so thanks for asking. Um, so the next question was, uh, how do your friendships challenge your life? Ooh, uh, I definitely think spiritually. Mm -hmm. I, I, I firmly believe that you are who your friends are. Mm, yep. I, I believe that big. Yeah. Um, that you are the company that you keep. Yeah. So if you want to look at where you're going to be, like, just look at who's around you, who you've placed around you. So, um, so spiritually, I, I want all my, uh, friendships to challenge me spiritually for yeah. sure. Um, I want them to challenge me like discipline wise too. I feel like, uh, this is something that we struggle with. It may be just a 2020 thing mm. or whatever, mm -hmm. but people just don't feel comfortable with being like, well, which catching somebody who you're, who's out of line, mm. like mm -hmm. it rep, not reprimanding because that sounds like a parent, but just yeah. like being like, yo, you know, you was wrong there or, mm -hmm. or this is not what, you know? So I feel like I even, I have a, I'm not saying because I'm good at that. Mm -hmm. I hate. <laughs> I, I was gonna ask. Well, what was the last time you reprimanded me? I, I do not be trying to reprimand people yeah. at all. Yeah. I actually, not only do I not be trying to reprimand people at all, but like I have, like, uh, what is that? I have like PTSD from like Ooh. the few times that I felt really strongly that I should tell somebody that they were out of line. Yeah, it never goes well for me. It Ooh. never, and it, it's Ooh. not because. I, I don't think it's because I'm doing it wrong. Yeah, yeah. It's just the person has just never received it well. Right, right, right. You right. know, never. Re actually, that's not true. One person has received it really yeah, well yeah. one time, um, but the other times is too. The backlash is this is too much for me. It's too much. It's too much. Oh, I can see it on your face. I'm feeling it. I'm, I'm uncomfortable just thinking about it. So yeah, and I think I do. You think um, people. Like in friendships, in general, just struggle with someone calling them out, calling them out on their stuff, even if this is like coming from a friend, like right. somebody they can trust. Like, I do think people struggle with that. Maybe because they are afraid of the backlash. Maybe I wish I could help them with that. But <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I do think it's just something I, 
I'm not gonna say I represent. I I take criticism a hundred percent of the time. Mm -hmm, I wouldn't mm -hmm. say that. It's hard. It's hard to take criticism. Right. It is, but. You know what I will say um, from one of my former coworkers, and we've remained friends even after working together. Um, when this person has like corrected me, mm -hmm. to me it was hard to to sit with that that discomfort right. of being reprimanded. But I also feel like I keep that that conversation in the back of my my head mm -hmm. because. I can't always see like my flaws, right? Because right. I mean, I don't know about you, but I think I'm amazing, <laughs> you know. Um, but I can't be amazing all the time, you know. That's right. kind of exhausting. Um, so, so those those conversations, as as uncomfortable as they can be, or like kind of like sandpaper to your personality or your ego, mm -hmm. they're needed too. They're needed because Absolutely. I walked away from that thinking, you know what? I could be better in this. You know, I could be sharper here i could be better here um but it is hard it is hard to take if it. that person is for you yeah um yeah. you all you i don't want to say you almost you feel loved if it's an uncomfortable feeling mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. and you have to sit in it and you don't want to admit well dang that person was right but i walk away feeling like that person really got my back you hit the nail on the head i think with that that uncomfortable conversation I had, I had to think about in the back of my mind, this person is for me. Mm -hmm. This person wants to see right. me do better, you right. know? And if I've placed them there, right? Yeah. Like if I gave this person permission to be in my life, yeah. it means that I trust you. Yeah. Yeah. So when, when that moment happens of reprimand or when that moment happens of whatever, I shouldn't, uh, my, my, my gut reaction shouldn't be, Oh, this person's trying to sabotage me. This right, person's trying right. to get it. It should be not that person loves me. They love me enough to say, "Hey, hey, Deborah, mm -mm, this right here, you gotta, you gotta fix that." You know, like, no, are you invested in seeing me grow? Because I want to grow, right. and I want you to grow, and I want our friendship to grow. Um, that to me, that's a rich relationship. So, don't hold back. When you need to correct me, Kevin, you know you don't have to listen to that part. You could just, you know, just. Fast forward. <laughs> when it comes to my husband, you, you could just erase that from what I just said. But, because um, it's so much harder hearing criticism from yourself. Ooh. I don't know why. It's just harder. It Maybe your pride you issue. You that episode. Yeah, that's going to be a whole other Rich Couch episode. Anyway, so I'm going to just wrap this up. Okay, okay. So, Okay. I think I, I may have asked this, but I want to make sure it's clear. How do your friendships enrich your life? How do your friendships enrich your life? The the joy. For me, it's the joy, right? Yeah. Like, I just purely want to be around people that bring me joy, that give me life, right? Mm -hmm. That fill me up, that when yeah. I walk away from them, I don't feel drained. Mm -hmm. Which is why I talk about my cousins so much. I feel like people probably get sick of me talking about my cousins, but I'm like, we really do be having the best times. Yeah. Like, like there's no, there's, you know, and I want to be around people like that all the time. Yeah. Like, I just, yeah. I wish there was only that type of person around yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, um, so for me, it's the, I want my friendships to exude joy. Mm -hmm. I want people who I want to build memories with. I want people who are there for the long haul. Yeah. I want 
like, side eye, like, just so you know, <laughs> just so you know, you're here forever, girl, forever. <laughs> so I think, you know, that's what, that's what it needs to be. Yeah, for sure. That's good. That's yeah. so good. I, I love that too. People who are here for the long haul, you know, who say they're going to be here mm-hmm. no matter what. And seasons change, right? Like our friendships. Yeah. You know, are going to change when Esther gets a boo. I'm probably never going to see her. Because um, they're no, going to be all booed up. Remember, but, double dates. Yes. I already booked you. This is true. Listen, <laughs> this is why, this is why I need, I need um to get a good man. Like, not just any man, but a good man. Because the double date thing, it just has to work out. You know, it has to work out for all of us. But, um, no, I'm just joking. But she is available. Anyway, um, but yeah, that, ooh, I like that lip. This, are y'all liking this fall look? I am liking it. I am loving it, actually. I am loving it. Cousin, cousin Sarah has hooked up. Y'all see this glow? Y'all see the season? I'm and, jealous of your orange. I don't know what my green looks like yet. Your green but... is incredible. And I'm not just saying that because I'm your friend. Oh, thanks. Okay, because I would have told you. I'd have been like, happy that we got to do this friends on the rich couch we're not actually sitting on the couch so the makeup doesn't you know spread all over the place right. but y'all see the couch in the background <laughs> um but yes yeah, so i want you to share what is um one thing that you can leave with viewers um that could enrich their relationships and their friendships oh. what's one thing you can leave? <laughs> oh sorry you're like getting your lip done <laughs> Well, if I could get my lips free. <laughs> um, to enrich your friendships, what yes. would be my best advice? Yes. Yes. Be the friend you want people to be to you. Ooh, that's good. We could do a whole episode on that. Uh-huh. <laughs> be the friend that you want people to be to you. And that's not always easy, right? Because again, uh-huh. sometimes it's so hard for uh-huh. us to see our own flaws and our own blind spots. But... I think just giving the effort, giving the effort, making that phone call, reaching out, um, sending that text message. Um, I love to get a good text message check <laughs> or a WhatsApp or a FaceTime. Um, anything to make me feel connected. Um, but yeah, so I love that. Be the friend that you would want someone else to be to you. I hope you guys enjoy. You- <laughs> Enjoy this time and remember we are all about rich relationships 
rich conversations and we want to enrich your life. So I hope this has enriched your relationships and given you some, just some life giving um, conversation to have with you and your friends. Um, so have a great day guys. We love you and we hope you enjoy. Bye.